0: Free Talk Live. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. It's Mark with you. Jay. And Angie. That's what we do here on Free Talk Live. We make it possible for you to call in and talk about, well, whatever's whatever's on your mind. And tonight we're going to talk about the situation going on with Hong Kong and China. It's gotten really complicated for a lot of businesses and i i mean i must say i feel a little bad for them a little bad not terribly bad just a little
1: oh you mean the businesses that uh, go and get the licenses from the town and play ball and uh make sure that you know they just you know that they're not allowed to like uh, hire guys like me because they don't have the proper numbers and stuff i don't feel bad for any of them
0: well, they um, the the businesses, yeah, that uh, that go I don't to know government.
1: How, how it works in Hong Kong, but uh, you know, I, I imagine. I mean, do you have to have proper government documentation in Hong Kong to get a job? Yeah.
0: I don't know about Hong Kong, but uh, in order to do business internationally, you are either an above board business oh, yeah. uh, that goes and asks the government, or you're a smuggler, and <laughs> and, and that's a well. You I know, smuggled
1: t- a lot of hay in my day. <laughs> it's a, it's a rough business to
0: do internationally. I'll t- I'll say that much. So this story comes from 6 dot com, six Action News. Yeah, because, you know, nobody wants inaction news. Nobody wants lazy news. Sixers fans supporting Hong Kong ejected from preseason game amid China um, NBA controversy. Philadelphia, I guess that's where the 76ers are from. That makes sense, right? Philadelphia, 1917-76. A fan was injected, ejected, not injected, they didn't do that, people, from a Philadelphia 76ers preseason game against the Chinese squad well, I don't know- Guan So Lung Lions on Tuesday night after you know when you read through these things ahead of time in your head, yeah, you just pass like you oh, just just gosh. zip right past yep. that stuff. But when in real life you're you're reading it right. out loud, suddenly, well, I don't know how to pronounce this word. <laughs> I suppose I could, could have gone ahead of time to some pronunciation thing that, you know, put the word in and it would have given me the proper way to uh, pronounce it. But then I would have forgotten it anyway. So, um, you know, no big deal. Gonzao. Gonzao lung? Gonzao
1: lung. Okay. I've heard the word Gonzao before, but I've never seen it in print. And Kung, Kung fu kind of thing, I think it is actually.
0: the Well, it's probably a, lo- a region and uh, they're from that region. Let's see, Tuesday night, after holding signs and shouting support for Hong Kong, the incident came as the NBA finds itself connected to the ongoing protests in China. Sam Walks and his wife were, um, his wife appears to be Chinese, uh, just taking a wild guess here, holding signs in support of Hong Kong during the 76ers game at the Wells Fargo Center, but those signs were confiscated. By the way, for those who don't know, Hong Kong is basically a... Free section of China, so Brit- Britain had uh, a you know pretty free market negotiation that allowed a trade zone, Hong Kong uh, near China, so that everybody could sort of do business easily. And as a res- then at some point, Britain had to give up. You know, part, that was part
1: of the deal they had to give up there was Hong like hundred year lease or something yeah,
0: and they had to give it up early and it end. was
1: like in nineteen
0: ninety seven yeah I think it was, was ninety nine was when they were supposed yeah. to do it, but they had to do it a little early and then... why
2: why'd they have to do it early
0: because it looks bad. um Great Britain is very much was very much an imperial power, okay, and so when they're holding on to the final vestiges of their empire in China. Don't forget, Great Britain was responsible for the opium wars that killed many, many thousands of people in China and, uh, you know, forced many Chinese citizens into addiction. And, well,
2: eh, yeah, they
3: don't the, like
0: that part. The they didn't have the greatest uh, PR So they there.
2: ended it because of face value? They wanted to make it look good?
0: More or less. Okay. And, then, and, and China said, well, we're you know, this is the goose that laid the golden egg. We're going to leave it alone but by leave it alone they meant we're going to slowly turn up the the burner on the pot okay and so the pot's slowly been going now recently there were some protests over a, an extradition treaty or extradition agreement that was being passed through agreement might be the right or, an extradition bill that was being passed through the Hong Kong legislature and was likely to go through that said basically people who did bad things in China well people who are um charged with things in China could be extradited to China rather than being
1: able to escape to Hong Kong. Even if it's like bad-mouthing the government on Facebook sure. uh, in Hong Kong. So right. I can understand why these, you know, Chinese folks are, I mean, these, these folks in Hong Kong are out right. uh, fighting.
0: The Hong Kongese, or whatever we were going to call these folks that are in Hong Kong, um, I, you know, it's hard for me not to support them outright. But
1: there's some—they in- really need guns. The people of Hong Kong need guns. The people of Haiti need guns. So, the people of France need guns. The people of Venezuela need guns. All these places where you don't can't have guns, you, you're getting starved to death. You're getting tear gassed, uh, You know, you have to have uh, you know these massive uh, you know riots. People take to the streets, and nothing happens.
2: So those tell the, me why the, they were holding free Hong Kong signs. Like, what is the purpose of those signs?
0: So what happened was they got the extradition thing uh, kicked out, finally, after a few weeks of protest. Okay. But then the protesters said, too little, too late. We want to not be bothered by China at all. And so they basically, they're holding a non, more or less nonviolent revolution. I mean, you know, there's none nothing can be this large and go on this long and not have some violent aspects to it. Mm-hmm. But... I suspect the casualties on the Hong Kong police side have been pretty minimal, you know? I mean... Yeah, there's some windows getting broken. There's certainly some property damage going on. They they occupied the the legislature hall at one point. Um, they're very resourceful and tricky when it comes to their social media stuff. So they're um outflanking people like they're trying to get they're trying to shut down their social media. They outflank them and you know, it's very it's very interesting to watch and probably the freedom story of the year. But nonetheless, it's uh it's got a lot of uh, big companies involved now. Okay. So if your company wants to do business in China, and this is it, the second largest market in the world, if you don't count the EU as a market, um,
1: it, and there's a lot, so call smart, it the third. There's a
0: lot of smart people in Hong Kong. Yeah, uh, as I understand, Hong Kong actually has the highest IQ of any region in the world.
1: Yes, and I was listening to some stuff about that. But like the thing is, you know, Hong Kong essentially is like a, a you know a private place uh you know economic freeze a free economic zone or whatever they call right. it and uh so like you know i was listening to somebody was talking about how the people in hong kong their like average their iq is like greater than like any other like congested like or any other like city or populated area in the world and then there was and then i i was kind of wondering i'm like well does uh hong kong have uh section 8 housing you know where they you know pro- provide housing for people who can't afford it do they have you know a welfare system you know, have they had generations of a welfare system where for generations people can just sit around and eat Cheetos and watch TV all day? Uh, you know, which are questions I don't know, but I assume that it probably doesn't based on how in Hong Kong, you know, it has a very like low, low unemployment rate. There's just anybody who's like capable of working can have several jobs. From what I understand, there's a lot to do. There's the, the you know, the economy is just, you know, ex- extremely you know, robust, and so you have a lot of people there that are smart, and these kids are smart, and they've all you know these young folks they've been working in technology. There are smart, energetic, uh, driven people go to Hong Kong to to get into business, to get into the you know the, the stock trading or the the high tech stuff, or you know, there's a huge financial hub. So Hong Kong is just basically a lot of smart people and i mean they're doing cool things with uh taking a can you know distracting the the surveillance cameras with the lasers or, yep. or injuring the the optics within the camera i guess you can do you can burn them out um and then you know the whole like wearing a mask like in the picture right there from what i understand that's not so much about oh you know there's sick people it's more like you know trying to not be under the facial recognition of everybody wearing these hospital masks
0: yeah as i um the the wearing the the masks is a, the first, it's, it started to be something about uh, not spreading illness to your friends and neighbors, but it's turned into basically being able to wear a mask in public and uh, not getting you know, foil the, the face recognition. What are your thoughts? The number eight five five four five zero three seven three three. It's 855-450-FREE. Love to hear you if you have some insight on this whole Hong Kong situation. Free Talk Live. Yeah. Free talk live. Call in, talk about whatever you want. We're talking about this Hong Kong situation. The for those that don't know, the specific aspect of there's you know, this sort of revolution going on in Hong Kong. Um, China's uh, trying to suppress it. Don't know they don't know exactly what to do, and a lot of companies have gotten caught in the middle. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not exactly one to feel bad for, for companies, but I think it's an interesting question for libertarians to entertain because we also, in my opinion, get a little uh, caught in the middle on um, some of these ideas. So first off, I want to tell you about Freedoms Phoenix. It's a liberty-oriented news aggregation site. It's where I've gotten some of my show prep for this evening. And if you want the newest and freshest perspectives on Current events from those who value liberty, freedomsphoenix.com has it. They're a news aggregation site, so they've got news stories from everywhere. Their daily dispatch is the best way to stay up to date on science, technology, historical findings. And I I love it for that, by the way. They're very good about that. Uh, Liberty News, government overspending, and the rise of the police state. Freedoms with an S, phoenix.com. Even if I didn't have to do show prep for a nationally syndicated uh, libertarian talk show on 200 stations across the country, I would still keep my, liber- my freedomsphoenix.com account going and get my daily dispatches delivered because I just love the news that they give. Not every single story, but I don't need to. One in 20 stories, great, fine. That's what I'm looking for. Freedoms with an S,
1: phoenix.com, freedomsphoenix.com. I just read an article the other day about... Uh- I, I like reading about the electric car technology. I've always been like a car and truck guy. And these guys are building these like handcrafted aluminum electric trucks in California. And uh, there's a really good uh, article about that if you're into trucks on uh, Freedoms Phoenix that I just read the other day. It's, it's pretty neat. Someday when I'm, uh you know, Bitcoin's worth $11 billion, I might get one of those trucks.
0: Sounds like a good idea. It's nice to have, I mean, it's always nice to have a, have a new vehicle. They have the, the nicest safety features. Anyway, going on with this story, apparently the... Uh, Gong Zhu Lung Lions uh, were playing the Philadelphia 76ers in Philadelphia, sort of a promo game preseason. And the incident, and uh, apparently a couple of fans were ejected for holding free Hong Kong signs. Not exactly the most radical statement, right? Free Hong Kong. It's not like they're saying, you know, death to Xi Jinping, You know, they're just saying they'd like to see Hong Kong free.
2: They weren't violent or anything, and they just got ejected.
0: Right, as I according to Sam Walks here, this is the husband of the uh, the more obvious Chinese lady, right? So um, I get the impression Sam is your average American. He has a sign over his face in this uh, particular picture, but um, your average American guy, and he married a Chinese uh, woman then. Presumably they fell in, met and fell in love and, you know, everything's wonderful. Sam sa- and his wife were holding signs in support of Hong Kong during the 76er game at the Wells Fargo Center, but those signs were confiscated. There's no foul language, no politics. I asked, why not? They said, don't give me a hard time. And Walks said in an interview with the, uh, the Action News. So I guess the idea is, is that... He asked them why. What's the problem with holding the signs? And they said, "Don't give a hard time." I don't know. Anyway, Walks admitted that they um, uh, admitted. He then stood up and started yelling, "Free Hong Kong!" Before being escorted out, I think
1: it's shameful, harsh reaction. Walks uh, added. And in that picture there that was just up there where it shows uh, the the signs. There's like nobody in the seats behind these people. No, no. It's not like it's being you know disruptive, disruptive in or, that way. You know, in a way.
0: Interestingly, um, I mean, if it's a problem, then why did the studio stadium cam go to them? You know, if you don't, if somebody's holding uh, pictures of uh, foul language, um, you know, f the uh, loon lions or whatever loon lions or whatever they are, um, then you don't show a shot of that. Now. I mean, the way that these live shots work, it's not like just some camera just automatically goes and nobody has any control over it. There's a director in the control room who's deciding which cams go at any given time. And if that director didn't want some pictures of those signs to go out, um, you know, I, I yeah, presu- you don't
1: have to hit the button.
0: Right. I, I presume Action 6 News wasn't just hanging around the game with a bunch of cams. It's a crappy place to, to do news stories from, um, just waiting to find Hong Kong protesters. So I suppose it could be that somebody had a, a, a pretty good cam and got the shots and then sent it to Action News. But that seems odd. I mean, these aren't shots taken from an iPhone. Um, I could tell by the way they're they're shot.
1: So... Well, I I did video production in high school and we did help out with some um some like uh video production that the uh you know the the hockey games and the basketball basketball games in Springfield for like the colleges and stuff and I worked with some of that stuff and there was always uh two camera guys if you had enough of them that their job was not basically you know the action in in, in the basketball court anyways uh, and in and in hockey was not so much to f- you follow the action of the game, but was look for crowd reactions, look for like you know a cute picture, hot, yeah, hot gals or I a mean, hot girl, someone with right. a sign or the kiss you know, cam, you know the guy all all painted up in the team colors with a yep. kid on his lap, all painted yeah, up in yeah. team colors. They like they wanted you to find that stuff, and they actually wanted you to you know move the camera and a pro- sort of it was like a good shot of just that. So there are. People at all these. If you have the manpower, I mean, yeah. And and us high school kids went and did this stuff because that's what the manpower was, you know, for these college games back then. And so I know, you know, they look for stuff like that.
0: Right, and they absolutely do at major. This is a major league game. Sure. I mean, it's a preseason game, but it's a major league game nonetheless. And they absolutely look for that. They look for the the hot mom holding the sign up, jumping up and down. They look for the uh, you know, the the crazy fan all dressed up and you know dancing in the uh, the aisles. Whatever it might be, they're looking for it. They're looking for that human interest shot. You know, it doesn't have to last more than thirty seconds, but it. You know, he creates the experience at the
1: game. And a lot of it on those cameras is just B-roll also to where they'll use that to make promos with. And even though it doesn't even go out live, it's always got like... It's their their
0: footage at that point. They can do whatever they want with it. executive
1: directors watching his B-roll stuff and just clipping things out of it to use like in commercial, you know, or or a highlight or whatever. He's taking notes. You know, they're
2: getting their attention now. They wanted to be able to show these signs so that they could... Of advertise for free Hong Kong or you know support it, and now they can do that right with the story that's out there and I the way that it was handled. I hope a people
1: do it everywhere. Super so, Bowl free so, Hong Kong.
0: Yeah, um, I mean uh, this will probably go into a little bit that basically the NBA is trying to get into uh, China and that they've got millions of NBA fans in China and they don't want to upset the Chinese government too much, and so they um, are. Trying their very best to say middle of the road, but that's going to be pretty hard when this revolution's going global and people they're they're kicking people out
1: holding signs. I mean censorship in any form is just bad. As so far as I'm concerned,
0: as far as yeah, I mean I, I I'm with you. I think they would have been better off if uh, the Chinese government had put up uh, you know some counter sign than this and just you know flash the pictures up and hey, look, it's people's got some opinions on this subject and just leave it at that. But there's a lot of pressure coming from China. And this is one of the things that I, I think is kind of interesting um, because, Jay, uh, Richard Nixon went into China to sort of open up the marketplace so China could participate into you know, the free marketplace. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing. A good thing. Right. Yeah. But Richard Nixon didn't say that they had the China, the Chinese government had to behave like good people just that they were opened up to the marketplace. And this gets really complicated for libertarians. Eight, five, five, four, five, zero, three, seven, three, three. It's eight fifty five, four fifty free is in free talk
3: live chronic pain stress and anxiety fatigue or lack of focus dependence on opioids or opiates john bush here owner of brave botanicals inviting you to try a free ounce of kratom the controversial plant remedy the government doesn't want you to know about why you ask well it's big competition for big pharma from grandmothers cutting Oxycontin to keep up with their grandkids to young adults kicking Adderall and quitting drinking, more Americans are turning to Kratom to help them through the day. But the government won't stop us. When the credit card companies kicked Kratom to the curb, I accepted e-checks and crypto. When Facebook shut down my ad account, I did podcast interviews and advertised on Free Talk Live. And now to give a big fu to the man, I'm giving away Kratom for free. To get your free ounce of Kratom, go to freeounceofkratom.com, pay $5 shipping and handling, and I'll send you a free ounce. Visit freeounceofkratom.com to claim your free ounce today. That's freeounceofkratom.com.
0: Free Talk Live! Call in. Love to hear your opinions in this Hong Kong situation or or anything else. It's Mark with you.
4: Jay.
2: And Angie.
0: 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE, as in freedom. Speaking of freedom, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies can afford you a great deal of freedom. So go to Bitcoin.com. Now, when it comes to Bitcoin, there's there's more than one type. And my preference is, at the least for, for right now, Bitcoin Cash. Because you can uh, do transactions with Bitcoin Cash with more or less no fees. I mean, like a negligible fee. You can do... You can you know trade and exchange with people without having to pay any kind of fee whereas uh the old style bitcoin which is seems to be preferred for sort of holding and retaining value and things like that large transactions large transactions you'll pay in many cases a well many times as much in a transaction fee and that's what bitcoin.com advocates for too bitcoin cash so go check them out if you need A little information about uh, Bitcoin. They've got the getting started section there. They are the name in cryptocurrencies. So go to Bitcoin.com. I love their news section, news.bitcoin.com. They've got a real staff as opposed to just uh, grabbing stories off the internet and reprinting them. So it's Bitcoin.com. Getting back to this story here. Um, oh, well, actually, before we go to the story about the, uh, the, the the NBA and their relationship with China and Hong Kong and the complications that this uh, revolution – I don't know what else to call it – are raising, I want to talk about sort of libertarian questions surrounding uh, – Opening up markets. Opening to, up like, markets. Communist so, China. Would you say, Jay, that uh, the American Revolution was a step forward for human freedom? Oh,
1: absolutely. Okay.
0: American Revolution, Good. Now would you say Nixon going into China and opening up that marketplace for the world, China to do business with the world was a good thing? Yes. okay. Would you say that Obama opening up uh, Cuba for the world?
1: Oh absolutely. A good okay, thing.
0: good. So here you have um, would you say that the United States doing business with Saudi Arabia, a, uh, a dictatorship basically a kingdom a kingdom uh, is a good thing? No, no.
1: And here's so, why. Well, okay. when you say doing business, there's all kinds of business being done, right? So us buying oil from Saudi Arabia, the U.S. government or the United States, yeah, you know Exxon, U.S. businesses, shell, okay, whoever, anybody, that's fine. Saudi Arabia has oil; they put it on a marketplace. It sells. It's, it's delivered. It's it's consumed. But when the um, United States is you know uh, counting on Saudi Arabia to buy hundreds of billions of dollars worth of bombs uh, you know, gunships and you know, jets and just weapons of death and destruction, that kind of business I am opposed to. And it gets
0: complicated, right? It, like
1: it, it it gets complicated because you know, Saudi Arabia, for example, is the the examples of why all these other countries are bad, the examples of why ISIS is bad because they decapitate people who don't want to be Muslims. Saudi Arabia is still doing the same, is still cutting off people's heads as of a couple years ago. Public
0: executions, yeah. Uh,
1: And um, you're still going to, they still have all this like, you know, real like, you know, horrible stuff that goes on in Saudi Arabia. Women are still like, don't really have any rights there uh, compared to the rest of the modern world. Don't forget
0: what's happening to the Uyghurs in China. So this is one of the difficulties. Uyghurs, Uyghurs, these are Muslims in China. Okay and uh they're you know they they've got a religion and the chinese government doesn't like their religion no shortage of people that the that have religions the chinese government don't, doesn't like i mean they just don't like that stuff
1: yeah because the 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 religion the chinese government wants you to worship is the government the, the Ch- chinese government
0: yes and this is the point that i'm trying to sort of get to here is is that we live in a world whether we like it or not where nation states negotiate who gets to trade with whom from their within their borders to outside of their borders. Whether we like that or not, I mean like we don't get to yep. change that. And that's fine. And well, it's not fine. I hate it. I mean, I hate that the United States government can tell me who, who, with whom I can do business and and with whom I can't. Now, oh, Bitcoin yeah, have- helps with that, but it doesn't entirely solve the problem. So, On one hand, we're saying it's good to do business with China, and I think it's good to do business with people to bring them into the world community.
1: Working in in a factory making some kind of textile or some kind of product is far more better job than working in a rice paddy and hoping that there's a market to sell your rice in.
0: You know how we know that is true? It's because people do it. If it sucked more to work in the factory than it did to work out as a dirt farmer in in China, scratching a, a living out of the earth, then people would go and be dirt farmers.
1: And what they do, these farming, these, these people that farm, what they've done in China, examples I've heard, I, I know, I have a friend who actually does some direct business in China. He's like an importer, and he and he has stuff made in a horse industry, and he has tell me about how these guys are, you know, they're raising crops. And they're doing it all by hand and mules. And a couple of the kids, like, they go, go get a job in a factory, and then they basically pool their money and they come back together and they buy a, a walk behind combine. Yep. You know, it's like three foot wide. And now they're now they're you know have just like up their production for you know much less cost. And right. then, so they've l- taken a lot of this you know money that has essentially trickled in to the rice paddies from the United States, and they're now no longer are. You know, the mom's having to pretty much, you know, give birth in a rice paddy, the story you hear, because, well, we can just, you know, use some machines now and and, uh, people can go do some other things like work in the city and whatnot.
0: Increases productivity, and that's a good thing. And I love that. Anything that will help people, I'm for. The problem is, is that I think that the United States is a revolution. You just said that you support it, and I do, too. Um, You know, yeah. To some extent, I, I support the revolution that is the uh, that, set, that 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 uh, created the United States. So we are a revolutionary government, and that revolutionary government—the idea that it uh, you know creates this republic and then goes and supports dictatorships and
1: that part I don't like. I and, don't like and kings
0: and those sorts of things.
1: In, in influences or incentivizes anything. I don't like when subsidies are given to farmers for corn. I don't like when subsidies are given to poor people because what happens is you get a over surplus of corn, and then they start creating things that would don't would never exist in, we, we would not have the high fructose corn syrup being jammed into everything without government intervention. Sure, we would not. Subsidi-
0: it's subsidies uh, for the sugar cane manufacturers in the United States in order to make sugar them competi- cane, it's, competitive.
1: It's it's, it's uh, beet sugar and corn is as terrible. Sugar cane's like the the best of them. Sure, sugar. Well, Look the reason
0: at. we have the high fructose corn syrup, as I understand it, is because. The sugarcane producers in the United States, Florida, basically, said, we can't compete against all these other sugar places in the Caribbean. And there were a lot of them. There still are a lot of them down there. But most of those islands don't produce cane anymore. They just don't have it anymore. And it's because we ran them out of business because their biggest market Yep. Had then subsidized local cane over imported cane Correct. and it put tariffs on imported cane to the point that it was the same price as local cane, and uh, this this dual whammy of the subsidy and the in, and the tariff then basically ran these countries out of the business of sugar cane. and. It's, it's not surprising that some of the people there still hold grudges about all of this because they certainly do. And, but what that did is it drove up the price of uh, the cost of sugar. If you wanted to make your soda pop with cane sugar, well, it's going to cost more than high fructose corn syrup or beet sugar or whatever the, they were going to use. And you can go to the grocery store right now. And take a look, in the grocery aisle, there's a giant section of that aisle that is all high fructose corn syrup sodas, and then there's a little yep. bitty strip of it that's cane sugar. Now, some of the uh, soda manufacturers have gotten out there and they said, we're going to make a classic Pepsi that's cane sugar. and, um, and that's Throwback. Co- yeah, it's cool. No doubt. Now, i drink it if I could tolerate the taste of Pepsi, but I can't. Um, every once in a while, uh, if I find a cane sugar sweetened Coke, I will... I'll taste it just to remember what it was like. It doesn't taste that much different to me. Maybe I don't have the greatest palate in the world. But I do get these cane sugar sodas for that time when I start getting a hankering. I always get cherry soda. I used to like Dr. Pepper, but Dr. Pepper has caffeine. I can't have caffeine, so I get a cherry soda instead, and it's close enough for me. It's
2: all like acid in my mouth. I'm not a big soda fan. Yeah,
0: you hate that. You're so fit right there with your arms (laughs) almost as big as mine. (laughs) 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE. Angie helps me work out. So thanks, Woo-hoo. Angie. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. We're talking about Hong Kong v. China and what's going on there. It's um, it's complicated. It's Mark with you, Jay. And Angie. 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE. I want to thank the amplifiers, especially Libertarian Banker, who is a gold amplifier. And if you'd like to be an amplifier, and you should be an amplifier, if you listen to the show regularly and uh, you like the ideas of liberty, well, the amplifier program's for you, because I believe that it's the single best use of your your, your liberty dollar. And the reason I believe that is, is it's not going to paychecks. It's not paying for power bills or anything like that. It's going directly to advertise Free Talk Live to people, and Free Talk Live brings the message of liberty to two, more than 200 radio stations across the country. Could be more, more than 100 and, well, about a, between 100 and 125,000 podcast downloads per month. And who knows how many people listen to those? Probably more than that amount of people. And it could be more. If you don't donate it, amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Yes, there are some perks for amplifying and people who do it continue to do it because, well, they get a better podcast show. So there you go. amp.freetalklive.com. So, Jay, we were talking about this sort of situation with uh, the United States doing business with. And, you know, countries don't do business with countries. They allow businesses within their borders to do business with each other
1: yeah and that's that's why i love cryptocurrency so much because it basically removes the uh you know these financial borders and it's just like you know when the u.s military for example is pulled back from all over the world uh when tulsi gabbard becomes president because that's what she promises to do is to basically bring the military home the only other Pre- presidential candidate I ever heard that promised to do this was Ron Paul and honestly yep. we didn't get to see what he could do but uh, I feel what will happen shortly after is um, because the the US military is no longer forcing everyone to accept US dollars for example or to trade US dollars or the petrol dollar, I, I feel the US dollar will inevitably collapse quite quickly after the, mili- the US military is not around the world you know forcing everybody to do it uh, because we've had such a this monopoly on the unit trade around the world because of the military presence around the world, and you know this is uh, where these major governments can can essentially be, you know, their militaries can essentially be neutered, not like wiped out, but I say neutered by using cryptocurrency because we're no longer supporting their you know financial system anymore. But Basically, a lot of us have to use it.
0: In the Confessions of an Economic Hitman, the author. More or less, parrots what you're saying. He says that uh, you know, on the first level of taking over a country, they um, you know they send in some engineers and they say, oh, you guys need a dam or a power plant or whatever it is. Just
1: the reason to put them in debt.
0: And they right, and they have they offer loans from you know World Bank and you know that sort of thing. They know these countries can't pay them back. There's all kinds of spiffs for these crooked leaders.
1: Right, the resources are basically collateralized.
0: And so the people – right. And so the the debt is socialized, but the uh, the benefits, uh, you know – The trickled, profits. Trickle up to the top. Right. And then then these people go out of power or they move to London or wherever they do and they, they take the money with them. But if this leader doesn't want to play ball, then they send in what he called the jackals. Right. And the jackals are hitmen more or less. So, you know, there was more than one little plane with a uh, Latin American leader that went down – Over time, um, I know one from Panama and I think uh, one from Peru and, well, there's Ecuador. And, you know, hey, we don't know how that happened. And so they're assassinated. And then if that doesn't work, then the situation that happened with like Noriega comes into play. So Noriega is sort of a U.S. puppet, but sort of out of control at the same time. Uh, Daddy Bush sends in a freaking attack on Panama and bombs a civilian population killing thousands and uh, to in order to get this one leader and you know like nobody says anything about it because then the uh, Iraq or the um, Kuwait war situation thing kicks off shortly thereafter I mean this is a war crime
1: and this has been business as usual pretty much my entire life for the United States uh, military to enforce the United States financial policy. So we can't really say that we have, you know, uh, any like I mean, it's somewhat revolutionary that you know we're doing trade with China, for example, and they're still living under a communist rule. But the thing is, is when you have these middlemen just everywhere, yep. Because basically, if I want to buy a product from China, I mean, just 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 a red tape makes that product really expensive uh, all the way around, unless the product is of course subsidized somehow by the you know. The, you know, the federal government or state government or whatever, like these electric cars are subsidized and all kinds of stuff is, is subsidized, uh, which just creates more market manipulation. So there's really no we've never experienced fair trade on an international basis.
0: No, I don't think they that it's it's happened recently, but I'm. You know, on one hand, I believe in trade because I believe that if dollars don't cross borders, that tanks do.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, I, I like trade too, but I just want it to be, you know, left alone. Just but let people trade.
0: The other aspect of it is, is that if you, I mean, more or less, the United States has supported the Chinese government. They gave them, uh, I can't, most favored nation trading
1: status and a variety of other well, things. Under Clinton, there was this Chinese trade accord, but there was a distraction while the Chinese trade accord was happening. It was called Monica Lewinsky and I uh, you know my buddy who goes over to China and, and even a, a friend I, I my of my dad she worked for American optical optical which was a big like optical you know lens manufacturer in Massachusetts Southbridge Mass they had a, a, a huge facility well the American government financed their whole move to Mexico uh, and also all these other you know, uh, factories and textiles that were bustling when I was a little kid in the, you know Western Mass. We got a yeah. bunch of hydropower factories everywhere. Um, all that New,
0: manufacturing. Go New on.
1: England is just littered everywhere. There's rivers. There's all these huge mill buildings, out now that now there are now hipster apartments. And it used to be, you know, textile manufacturing, literally for like the entire you know a m- lot of the world. Yeah. And with the Chinese trade accord, uh, that stuff all went out, and a lot of that, like General Motors and these these big mills, they were basically giving government money, government grants. My friend who worked for American Opti- uh, optical, she used to have to come to our house when I was a little kid, make phone calls to China. Cause she didn't have like the long distance. My dad, you know, he had like a $500 phone bill every month in the eighties. Cause he was a horse trader and talking to people all over the you know country about horse business. Mm-hmm. And so she come over and used cause the phone to call China. And she was basically instructing the people and I'm not China, Mexico. And there was another China thing. Uh, And She would fly down to Tijuana, and she was setting up the thing because she understands precision equipment to basically grind and make lenses. Right. And it it was all funded by, like, grants and things from the federal government all under – and and this woman hates Clinton over this stuff.
0: And this is the – you know, uh, this is what it all comes down to is is this complicated situation where, on one hand, you know, dollars should be free to cross borders. So should people be free to cross borders because that's just labor – it's just uh, the importation or exporting of labor, and uh, you know that, that they should be free to do that. However, w- when the government begins subsidizing, then you're once again in the business of picking winners and losers, and the government's terrible about that. And you know none of us do well. I mean, look at the financial crisis. They decided that it was uh, the banks were too big to fail, and they robbed the poor people to pay the rich people. It's insane.
1: Yeah, in the 2008 TARP, tarnish asset, whatever thing that they had that uh, both bush and obama were all you know they're all got for it yep we agree on this and i mean they agree on everything anyway as far as i'm concerned uh, there's all know, kinds
0: of pictures of them hanging out puppets. and smiling
1: and they uh so yeah what was it 800 billion dollars and how many homes did debt forgiveness happen on any I never heard a reporter one.
0: There probably, yes, there were some debt forgiveness that happened probably after the people finally moved out and left the house to be gutted of its copper and things like that. So, I mean, you know, once there's no value in the home anymore, then, yeah, they'll start doing some debt forgiveness.
1: Uh, I mean, Wall I guess. Street billionaires, but I've never met anybody who had it. The Wall Street billionaires became trillionaires. The Wall Street millionaires became billionaires. That's basically all that
0: happened. Yeah. Everybody got their golden parachutes and, and all that stuff. And that's what i feel like is going on here with china so we've got a situation where the nba is kind of kissing chinese butt here it's like we got to get rid of these uh, chinese protests or these hong kong protesters because they're going to ruin our deal with china and the list of companies that this is going on with is long so this week also a uh, game player who played this uh, i am not sure exactly what the name of the game is but i know that the company is blizzard which is owned by activision are you anyone familiar with activision nope they were the competitor to atari back in the 80s oh
2: goodness
0: <laughs> and and they they're still around atari got uh, you know got their head smashed but uh, activision uh, still still lurks about and i think they've got world of warcraft actually as one of their that titles that's right yeah so one of the players did what he, um, you know, posted something positive about the... He was from Hong Kong and posted something positive about their little revolution going on there. And Chinese government uh, rang up. Activision said, ring, ring, you got to get rid of this guy. And so they just fired this dude Banned them from the competitions, all kinds of stuff. 855
5: Our history classes start teaching the Constitution around 1776 or even later. The foundation of our Constitution goes deeper than that. Without examining the context that gave America its principles and its founding documents, we cannot understand the foundation of our liberty and our constitutional republic. Liberty First University teaches online classes in a way that all ages find compelling and understandable, from middle school to law school. Join us at lfu.freetalklive.com to watch the free pre-recorded webinar. Watch now at lfu.freetalklive.com.
0: Free Talk Live. Call in. Talk about whatever is on your mind. It's Mark with you. Jay. And Angie. The number's 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE, as in freedom. So there's this conflict going on between China and Hong Kong. There are protesters that, in Hong Kong that even though they got their way um, regarding an extradition bill that was going through, now they want more freedom. And I can't say I don't support people who don't want more freedom, but there's some companies that are getting drug into this in ways that they weren't expecting.
1: And- yeah, like uh, hotel chains or hotels are like at the lowest they've ever been since they've been open Like occupancy. I was reading a thing like the average hotel stay is down to like $20 a night at somebody's hotels in Hong Kong because... There's nobody there.
0: Right. Well, I mean, people can't go through, in many cases, they don't want to go they feel like there's some kind of revolution going on and they're not visiting Hong Kong like they have before. It's a bit of a tourist uh, location and people go to see this amazing place. You know, it's it's this free market that was built on a rock with no uh, it's, its only resource is the free market. It basically has no resources of its own. And that makes it Fascinating to see as this sort of experiment. We can see what the free market does in proximity to large population areas that don't have freedom, because we've got Singapore, we've got Hong Kong, and there's probably some other good. You know, there's there's all kinds of special economic zones around. She's, uh, I think there's 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 thousands of them. I don't want to hazard a guess right now, but many, many special economic zones, depending on how you classify a special economic zone. And we can see, like, business goes on in those places. They'll follow the incentives, and and that's what happens. Well, now a company, and this is big news uh, you know, on the Internet right now, is that Blizzard is under scrutiny from lawmakers, gamers, and maybe if it's even its own employees for punishing a Hearthstone competitor. That's a, a game, Hearthstone. Who voiced his support for protesters in Hong Kong? This is from BusinessInsider.com. Uh, Blizzard Entertainment, the company which is behind video games like World of Warcraft and Overwatch. Heard of these? Anyone? Yes. Yep. Angie? Good. Is under scrutiny for its decision to punish an esports player who support, uh, voiced support for protesters in Hong Kong. And I'm really sorry to this guy. Chung Yangwei, Wai, the esports competitor better known as uh, Blitzchung, sp- shouted, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age in Chinese amid a uh, post match interview at Blizzard sponsored Hearthstone tournament in Taiwan. Blizzard responded by stripping Blitzchung of his uh, prize money and barring him from Hearthstone competitions for one year. Blizzard said Blitzchung's comments had violated the competition's rules by damaging the company's image.
1: I wonder how that damages the company's image. Well,
0: if, if China says we're not going to let you do this thing or that thing inside of our borders, then it is damaging. However, do you want to make it so that your competitors cannot make some kind of political statement? I mean, didn't Tom Brady support the Republican, some Republican
1: I don't know. I don't don't pay attention to sports balls, so I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, it's out there, and uh, there's all kinds of competitors that are, you know, they want to express. That's that's what's important to them at that moment. And sports is about passion. It's about what's on these people's minds, and they're great
1: distraction.
0: Well, it's. <laughs> Can you tell me pushed. what it
2: means when people go down on their knees? Like in football players, they go down on their knees. What do they? What does that symbolize? They're thanking.
0: They're thanking Jesus for uh, the touchdown that they got.
2: And the touchdown's uh, important.
1: When do they go down on their knees during the uh, national anthem? Yeah. Or at oh, during
2: the during okay. the, the national anthem. Like why So the they...
1: first guy to do it, Colin Kaepernick. Well, the first guy that was publicly that I know of that did it. He did it because uh, he did not like police brutality he was basically against
0: black people specifically
1: right he was basically protesting p- police brutality in america against black people and if you look at the statistics of basically all the people who are brutalized by police a very very large percentage of them happen to be black or brown
0: Mm-hmm. And different people play with those uh, statistics differently and i think it's brought to the forefront with this recent uh you know cop walks into a Texas home and shoots a guy um, story it's it's all very interesting but um, yeah, she she, many people came down to you
1: yeah know, she was found guilty and yeah, Ross was. Obrick gets two years plus f- two, two lifetime sentences plus 40 years so uh, check out uh, freeros.org folks uh, try to get Ross out of there but uh, it's just ridiculous a double standard yeah, so the
0: basically the sports players, um, you know, they're going down on their their need to protest something, um, largely when they do it uh, during the national anthem, and I Kaepernick did because of uh, police brutality. To me, the um, I can totally see somebody choosing not to stand for the um, for the Star Spangled Banner because the song includes this in the third verse that nobody sings. I mean, you know, we did when I was a kid, but it was only so that we could say that we sung, you know, the, we, we went to a Christian school and you sung all kinds of stuff. So we were just a bunch of singing mofos there. And, um, you know, we we sang the third verse and I didn't know anything about the slave and the, you know, whatever, but they were talking about hanging slaves that were trying to escape. And I could see why a black person might not want to sing that particular song.
1: Yeah, you know? I, I would take a knee or more... Uh, at any time I'm at something in the national anthem or pledge allegiance to the flag, I purposely make it a point to, like, I'll even turn my back to the flag uh, if we're all standing up because there's somewhere where you're, like, standing in a crowd of people just to virtue signal that I am, that I withhold allegiance to the United States. Well, and th- it brings up a great conversation. Uh, you might get beat up for it, but I haven't gotten beat up yet.
0: Well, you're not the sort that people look to beat up. Um, <laughs> you're a big man. and uh, But I will say this. So the Pledge of Allegiance uh, makes a lot less sense than the Star Spangled Banner does. Uh, so almost every country has a national anthem. Almost none of them have some kind of loyalty oath that you say to their flag. And uh, the United States is one of very, very few.
2: You know, my kid got in trouble at um, school for third grade because they say the Pledge of Allegiance in school every morning, and he doesn't like to go out there for that because it's just not something that he does. And he got, um, I guess, in school suspension. He's in third grade, so they took recess away because he didn't want to go and stand out there one morning for the Pledge of Allegiance.
1: Yeah, he should. Uh, oh man, I don't know if I should talk to your kid or not. We're either going to have a lot of fun or get get him in a lot of, <laughs> get him in a lot of trouble, but. You know, it, it, I mean, that's great if kids can make a stand. I did. I started in fourth grade. Um, I'm not, and I just did, I didn't do it for political reasons. I just did it because I didn't like to teach her. And, uh, but th- the political reasons kind of like started to fall in line shortly after that because I had to come up with a better reason why I wasn't doing it. Yeah. And today it's, I, I virtue signal that I do not pledge allegiance to this fiction called United States that, you know, spends, you know, $400 billion a y- year you know, blown up other nations or and, more.
0: And I would say that it's anti-American. The Pledge of Allegiance is anti-American. And the reason I would say that is, is this country was founded um, by people who were uh, very clearly, the, the Declaration of Independence is very clear about loyalty oaths. And the Pledge of Allegiance is very clearly a loyalty oath. So to me, obviously anti-American. Now, many people would argue anti-Christian, I think adding the under God part made that a little more murky. They did that in the 50s. Um, But, you know, I think one of the best things to do is is ask people who wrote the the Pledge of Allegiance. And if they don't know, you tell them Francis Bellamy, he was a national socialist. Can you think of another national socialist?
1: Oh, yeah. And if they can think
0: of another national socialist, the one they can think of is Hitler. And that kind of ends that conversation pretty quick. So these are some, you know, these are some takedowns. Wham, wham, wham for the, uh, the, the Pledge of Allegiance. And it puts anybody who's sort of pro-Pledge way back on their heels. Um, if, if they need a little more, you show them what the old salute to the flag before they conquered the Nazis looked like. And that was the arm held aloft at a 45-degree angle. Now, it's not quite like the Nazi salute. Your hands tilted in towards your face rather than out towards the, uh, away from your face. But nonetheless... It's pretty darned damning when you see a historical picture of a bunch of black kids with their arms raised aloft in a Nazi salute to the American flag while they uh, spout the Pledge of Allegiance. Obviously, you can't tell what they're saying in an old black and white photo. But nonetheless, it's shocking. 855 450 It's 855-450-free as in freedom. Free Talk Live. Call in. Talk about whatever's on your mind. If it's between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time, wherever you are in the world, you can call in and talk about what we're talking. We're talking about anything, honestly, on Free Talk Live. I mean, you know, you can talk about what we're talking about, too. You can use either the phone lines at 855-450-3733. And we're talking about the situation where this company, Blizzard, which is owned by Activision, as I understand it, uh, has fired a well banned a competitor from their eSports thing hearthstone I don't even know what I'm talking about here uh, basically a video game player can't play video games with this company anymore because it because of his speech his right because he, he he supports Hong Kong and this company's trying to get uh, business in China and, and you know that that sort of thing so um, you know, it's it's a very interesting story. You can also call in on the Discord lines. I want to tell you about those. You go to discord.freetalklive.com You download an app there, you create an account, you uh, you can use the call-in lines there. You'll sound great, because they do sound great. They sound like you're right here in the studio.
1: And we're going to do Freer Talk Live tonight. Uh, Silver Day of Nobody, and I, and I believe that uh, they can call in on Discord on Freer Talk Live. Yes. Also, that's a good way to get a hold of us and listen to us on Freer Talk Live. I believe it's Twitch and Discord are the only ways you can actually listen to Free Your Talk live at this moment.
0: And yeah, Free Your Talk live is a little product we put out where we can do kind of crazy things at night. No FCC, and you know, I, I hear I, I hear you guys use naughty words
1: sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I try to only use them appropriately. <laughs> I want to set example for the young kids. You know the young the, kids that are up yeah, at uh, just, midnight
0: listening just, to uh, libertarian
1: talk. You just sound stupid when you're just dropping f bombs every chance you get. Like you know, don't, don't be a truck driver. You, you, there's proper ways to use them. George Carlin explains it quite well. If you if you want to Google, you know, basically George Carlin on swearing, it's a, it's a great video.
0: Yeah, well, F that. Uh, 855-450-3733. Upset fans and supporters of the Hong Kong protests have blasted Blizzard's decision to punish Blitzchung, and many have uh, vowed to stop supporting Blizzard entirely. And I've seen people deleting their accounts on social media. Oh, good. I support that. Democratic Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon has also weighed in. Blizzard shows it is willing to humiliate itself to please the Chinese Communist Party. That doesn't sound like an entirely inaccurate statement.
1: Yeah, Blizzard are essentially Chinese government bootlickers at this point if they're, you know, basically squelching people because they say something that Chinese government might not like.
0: Yeah, it, uh, it, it's it got to be painful for this guy. You know, this is his this is his job and they, they, they fire him for having an opinion. Single act of protest during a video game competition in Taiwan has garnered international attention and a massive backlash against one of America's largest and highest profile video game companies. Blizzard Entertainment is facing major criticism after criticism after punishing Blitzchung, a Hong Kong-based esports competitor who voiced support for Hong Kong's protests during a Blizzard Run event on October the 5th. Now mind you, the event is in Taiwan, which is a breakaway province of China, where the what they call the black Chinese, um, as opposed to red Chinese, uh, ran after the revolution, and Taiwan is a pretty free place. But China doesn't even accept that Taiwan uh, is exists or that it is uh, that it's a this breakaway province. It, China believes it owns it. Let's see, going on here, he voiced uh, support for Hong Kong's protesters during a Blizzard run event in October the 5th. Blitz Chung, whose real name is Chung Y, -y, is a grand master level player in Hearthstone. I'm sure that's good. Uh, Blizzard's very popular digital card game. During Blizzard's official broadcast of the Asian Pacific Grand Masters competition, Blitzchung appeared in a post-match interview wearing a gas mask. As the broadcast ended, Blitzchung shouted, Liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our age, with the apparent support of the two tournament broadcasters.
1: And, uh, yeah, you know, this. there's uh, going to be a lot of fallout over this. I mean, just even anybody, like with these guys in this, basketball game uh you know earlier and i'm gonna we're gonna be seeing more signs for free hong kong i hope we're gonna see be seeing more players uh on these online game gaming you know wearing shirts like free hong kong i mean i almost want to get a free hong kong shirt and just start wearing it i mean one of us should be wearing it on this show we got viewers
0: right i you know i mean i i do support hong kong being freer now i suspect i don't support what they're revolutionaries want which is probably more democratic stuff is what they talk about um, and that kind of thing. Maybe just
1: to be left alone. It sounds like they don't want China coming over and you know invading them and telling them what to do. I mean that really seemed like a concern to me and the only way I I think China I mean Hong Kong cannot be invaded by a foreign military is if every man, woman and child is heavily armed. I tend
0: to support regionalism um, over homogenization. So um, if a Little, you know, if Florida wants to have its own government and break away from the United States, I support that. Um, if uh, New Hampshire wants to do, do that, I support it thoroughly.
1: There is a New Hampshire exit movement.
0: There is. Just Google New Hampshire exit. It's out there. NH exit. And I'm for Hong Kong exit, too. But... Uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's hard it's hard for me to get terribly excited. If, say, for instance, um, Orange County, California, wanted to break away and start a uh, communist, uh, you know, government, and everybody lives, uh, every, you know, we we take all the money from the rich people and give it to the poor people and all that stuff, then it's going to be hard. For, even though I support the regionalism, it's going to be hard for me to, eh, care terribly about whether how successful they are, and that's my kind of confusion on many of these things because i don't know what every protester wants and i suspect every protester doesn't know what every protester even wants well
1: the people that luke radowski was talking to in hong kong a few months ago i don't know um we are change.org is uh, luke radowski's uh news aggregate yeah and he does a good job he does a lot of man on the street you know interviews and he was well, in paris a lot and he was in hong kong a few weeks ago and he was talking to a lot of young folks i mean a lot of people in their 20s that don't want anything to do with china they want they don't want to have this they got the people of hong kong literally have this fear that the china is going to just march in there and just wipe them out because they don't want to be part of china
0: it's a very real fear, and it should be, because it could be very bad. And there's lots of uh, companies that are dealing with getting stuck in the middle here, as Blizzard did. And I, I, when I say stuck in the middle, I don't mean um, that they haven't made decisions. They certainly have made decisions, and they're responsible for the decisions they've made. If you want to support this uh, Hong Kong protester and delete your Blizzard account and stop playing uh, World of Warcraft and Hearthstone and Overwatch and these sorts of games, then I support you in doing so. I can't do that because I don't play World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, or no. or or whatever the you know the Overwatch and all the rest of these things. I don't do it.
1: Yeah, essentially, so, none of us have a horse in that particular race uh, when it comes to the gaming stuff here. But we could we could talk to people about it.
0: And the only way that is going to the only the only language that Blizzard's going to speak is dollars and cents. And if they're barred from the Chinese uh, mainland then that's millions of potential accounts and certainly many thousands of accounts that uh, could potentially spend lots of money. And if they're borrowed from that, that's money that they're missing. So they have to miss more money than that. China may be the greatest marketplace in the world. 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. Divi is crypto made easy. Anyone can use Divi to securely and seamlessly spend, earn, store, or exchange digital money, the U.S. dollar, and euros. Divi is fast. Transactions happen in seconds with fewer fees. While other altcoins are languishing, the Divi price has risen substantially against BTC. Now's the time to make a switch to Divi or make your start with cryptocurrency with Divi. Visit DiviProject.org. Divi is crypto made easy. Plus one-click master notes. DiviProject.org. Again, DiviProject.org. Talk Live. Call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. We're talking about Hong Kong v. China. And I have no idea what's going to happen there in the long run. I'm hoping for... uh, Well, I can tell you this. If the protesters last, then they'll win. But it's the lasting part that's hard because governments... Well, the state has been around... For at least nine thousand years, they know how to play the long game,
1: and yeah, because they're not alive. What's the population in Hong
2: Kong the compared to China?
0: China? Uh, it's yeah, there's, there's got to be a couple, few million in, in Hong Kong, and China is like two thirds of a billion. Okay, so it's it's a yeah. <laughs> we're talking about large numbers here, and uh, yeah, so um, I. Uh obviously the state grows over time, but it also gets antiquated, you know, it gets uh, sort of bound up and then collapses and then a new one pops up and hopefully more human freedoms created in the process. Let's go to the phones here. We've got, uh, well, before we do that, let me tell you about. Helpmetakebitcoin If you run a retail business, you need to take cryptocurrency. You know you need to take cryptocurrency. You know this. There's this huge market of people out there that are trying to uh, find places to spend their cryptocurrency. And wouldn't you like that to be you? Helpmetakebitcoin dot makes it easy. Really, super easy. Compare it to taking a new credit card or something like that. You got to ask the bank. You got to fill out forms. You got to do all these things. HelpMetakeBitcoin.com. Simple steps. Within moments, you'll be accepting cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Dash in your store. There is no paperwork or approval process to open your account. HelpMetakeBitcoin.com. It's that simple. Let's go to the Discord lines. Got Mortified Penguin calling in. Penguin, what's on your mind?
6: Greetings, guys. I uh, wanted to call in because you were talking about Hong Kong, and I, you know, I, I seem I follow this, I guess, pretty closely. I mean, I can't help it with, I guess, the the you know the news, but basically the online circles on basically Discord that I um go in, I guess I get a compared to the average person, I get a pretty. A lot of uh, news, a lot of up to date details and information uh, about and straight out of Hong Kong. Right. This is a, it's well, a
0: funny thing that we don't get as much news out of uh, you know certain areas of the world as we do the others. I mean, with the Paris uh, shootings and stuff like that, we are getting news all the time, whereas Southeast Asia doesn't seem to be as Im- considered as important to the mainstream media. And we don't get as much news.
6: Yeah, it's also a long running thing. So I mean, it's like what nineteen weeks straight. Yeah, I believe in protest. So you know, I mean, it can't really, you know, it's it's been happening every day pretty much. Right. But uh, I yeah. I go uh, on
0: to a, a website called Imager, or it's spelled like Imger, and yeah, I, I go there. Yeah, uh, on Imager, mm-hmm. and it, uh, it's 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 uh, news every day. They have some some kind of news every day from Hong Kong. Uh, they vote up the stuff, and you know, I get a quick rundown of the news usually it's too long of a story for me to really care that much but uh you know i'll, I'll read a little bit of it so i get some but probably not as much as you go ahead
6: yeah um so i we talk a lot about this and we, I will, i'll say some things that are important but one thing that um jay you said that really struck me is uh the the comment that, that the people of hong kong need guns the people of haiti need guns the people of uh, the France need guns. I mean, but I want—I I, want to uh, say if you—if you haven't, I urge you to watch the videos from Hong Kong. They have like, you know, they have protesters with cameras and they have um, that are unarmed and 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 GoPros on them, and they're in all black, masked up, and they've got metal pipes, uh, hammers, Molotovs, attacking groups of cops. Um, surrounding them, uh, isolating them from the rest of them. I mean, it's full on uh, urban, you know, melee combat going on there. It's pretty serious. Same in France; they go, they're going Molotovs, smashing, um, surrounding, and full having full on um melees with the the riot cops, which is not unheard of in a lot of other countries. Um, and yes, we are have a well armed populace but uh we we see very little um of that kind of action or any kind of direct action against uh this the state and when it does occur yeah
0: if it were to occur not very well received. the the stakes would be much higher right so if antifa goes up against um you know the riot cops of seattle and everybody's got basically truncheons and shields you know mimicking some kind of uh
1: you know, medieval uh, right. combat.
0: <laughs> you know, not even like it's something even farther back than that. You know, hoplites and these kind of things. Um, then, you know, it's it's interesting, but it's not. Uh, you know, the, the likelihood that somebody's going to die is slim. Somebody might break an arm or go to the jail or whatever, but at the end of the day, everybody's fine. Whereas. If the, uh, you know, some, some alt-right group decides to pick up uh, H&Ks and take on the local government, the cops are going to need to arm themselves, and they're plenty plenty well-armed. And, and they if, just
1: call in for the National Guard. Right. Drone strikes. Um, you'll have all kinds of stuff. And the thing, the, you know, the example I was getting to is, like, in war, I don't know if it was a prime minister of Japan or something, was like, you know, said, well, why don't we, you know... March on, you know, California or whatever, you know, previous like World War II era, and the answer was we can't do that because the American population is 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 armed and there will be a sniper behind every blade of grass. The problem of Hong Kong is literally a, a, a fraction of the Chinese military could march Hong Kong and wipe it out, uh, wipe out all the people and just take it over because the people are not able to defend themselves. And France, Haiti. Uh, All these countries where, you know, the government is clearly doing all kinds of bad, wrong things, whether it's just in Haiti, just keeping them poor, you know, they get billions of dollars. The Clintons get billions of dollars to, uh, you know, rebuild Haiti and nothing happens. And it's just the place is basically a cesspool because of, you know, parasites like, you know, government and the Clintons. And then, then you have all kinds of financial stuff going on in France where, you know, People uh, are having a tough time getting along, and yeah, some of these protesters do want more government services because they don't know any better, they don't understand anything else. But when you have unarmed populations, um, it is very easy for these populations to be wiped out by literally just a handful of psychopaths in government giving orders to their uh, to the people who follow orders. You know, giving orders to the local police or the military or whatever to go do things. And I, I even like seeing the people in Gaza who are throwing rocks at. The Israeli soldiers who are there, you know, full armor and, you know, with, um, you know, semi-automatic rifles, um, that stuff scares the crap out of me. And this is why only way people will ever be free and maintain freedom is if they have the same ability of uh, essentially violence as those coming at them. And governments are very well armed and the only way that to, to we can, you know, not be taken over by them is to be well armed ourselves. Penguin, we are well
6: armed. But I mean, what what does that do for us? Like, uh, you know, I, I don't want me. I don't want bloodshed by any means. But what, I, what I'm saying is we're well armed. And yet people are more when when, when someone does as much as raise a peep against uh, oppression in, in any, anywhere from the inner city neighborhoods to Portland or Seattle or D.C., you know, you you get you're more you get people more likely to, or, or or the alt right groups whatever you get people more likely wanting to go head to head with the other citizens that they don't like or other people they don't yeah. like wanting to run, run cars into them go, uh, take weapons up against them than ever think about uh, it's like a prison um, here in the United
0: States so in prison you almost never have the inmates rise up against their prisoners I mean it is rare to see that happen. The punishments for it are severe. What they do all the time, every time there's one of these riots, it's one group of prisoners fighting against another group of prisoners. And that's how it is in the United States is that, you know, one one group that wants the government to do this thing and the other group that wants the government to do that thing rise up against each other with uh, violence and accomplish basically nothing.
1: It's it's interesting how these street riots like all the cities he mentioned, which is I don't know about Portland and Seattle, but I imagine they have you know, similar gun restrictions as, you know, Chicago and Detroit and L.A. Because they're all kind of, from what I understand, these, you know, liberal mecca cities uh, where you can't have any guns like in Baltimore. And you see all these street riots that I believe are pretty much started by provocateurs in places where people aren't really armed. Although I don't know about Ferguson, Missouri. I know Missouri's fairly fairly relaxed on gun laws.
0: I'm going to hold on to Mortified Penguin here. I think I have just a little bit more. I want to talk to him about the number 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE. Or the Discord lines at discord.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. Call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. It's Mark with you. Jay. And Angie. 855 450 3733. That's 855 450. Free as in freedom. We're talking about this uh, clash going on um, that's, you know, the revolution that's uh, sweeping the globe. Hong Kong v. China, mainland China. And the protesters there have been going on for months and they uh, there's no end in sight. I want to tell you about the AMP program. Go to ampamp.freetalklive.com. Do as Izzy has has done. Become an amplifier. Izzy's a gold amplifier. Thank you, Izzy. And you can be an amplifier too. Just go to amp.freetalklive.com. That's ampamp.freetalklive.com. Let's go back to the phones. I've got Mortified Penguin talking about sort of what, Good is having weapons like we have guns like we have here in the United States when it's the rest of the world that's having its revolutions. I mean, we say I say that one of the indications of a free person is that they're allowed to own a gun. But maybe the reason we're allowed to have guns in the United States is because having a gun makes you less likely to participate in some kind of uh, conflict with the
1: authorities on the streets. Well, definitely one thing of carrying a gun is uh, you don't ever want to let anybody, you know, you, you don't want to get in the hand-to-hand combat, no. combat when you have a they'll gun. they'll take the gun from you. In fact, I have a friend who specifically asked me to hold his gun one day years ago because there was a dude who was being pretty rough to a young lady in a public establishment, and this was actually in Colorado. He's like, um, I got to go straighten this out. He kind of knew the people a little bit, so he felt like he was okay in doing this, but he's like here, just take this. And I had a backpack. He just put it, put his holster and everything, right in my backpack. And he's like, we're not going to need this. You know, um, he goes, but I can't go confront this guy because it is going to get physical. And it did. They got in a little scuffle. And uh, finally, the, the dude left. But yeah, you, you got to be careful when you have a gun.
0: do you want to do a wrestling match. Go ahead. Modify Penguin.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's. Possibly
6: true, but I mean it's it's just funny going to show you that amount of firepower that people are able to, uh, you know, project in in theory, at least you know, for a person more than anywhere else in the world, pretty much. Um, And yet, there's really no. um, But you're right. I mean, the consequences of of that of the fullest extent of violence that people can can project is um, probably far beyond what people will actually want to do in most cases. But um, yeah, maybe it does prevent people from. Um, doing anything like that? We did see just the consequences of like that one guy back in the height of the um, you know, racially tinged uh, shootings and the protests and re- result of those. The guy in Dallas um, right. So, black guy shot some, some, several, guys
0: shot some uh, Dallas cops, right?
6: With a rifle, and then in Baton Rouge, like a, a week later, a uh, guy did the same thing. Uh, called nine one one, and then hid and um, ambushed them. And um, you know, you'd quickly see uh
1: how how come that now nobody national guard What's that? How come you don't hear about people uh, calling nine one one and shooting firefighters?
0: That's because firefighters respond to calls, whereas cops are going around and uh, in many cases just creating trouble. So, um, I, I think that it's it's an interesting concept here. Is is that to some extent this harkens back to the the book Civil Resistance that I have uh, referenced many times here on the air, and I think that it's worth referencing, continuing to reference because in it, Erica Chenoweth and her partner. Um, figured out that basically violent revolution has aged out and I'm not saying that we should give up our guns because that, you know, by no means I'm just saying that I don't think that an armed revolution is the best way to have a revolution these days. And, uh, that may mean that, uh, you know, doing things like the, what the Hong Kong protesters are doing.
1: Well, that's so why I agreed I, and agreed. Yeah. I encourage you know, uh, financial revolution, which is using cryptocurrencies. Get you know, getting away from these legacy, you know, fiat dollars. And the thing with comparing it to the United States is that the average American is really, really just pretty much dumbed down. They're glued to their entertainment devices. Uh, they're, um, you know, they just take it hook, line, and sinker. Whatever the Dems got to say, if that's their deal, or whatever Republicans got to say, if that's their deal. And let's not forget, America is essentially a socialist country that has these capitalistic things. And what America does is it prints money and then it forces the rest of the world via the military to accept these U.S. dollars. So I call that as we're exporting the uh, negative parts of socialism. So we're not seeing our neighbors, you know, having to go, you know, hunt rats here in the United States like they are in Venezuela because they can't export their dollars because they don't have a military to force everyone else to take the Venezuelan boulevard. But yet what the United States does is essentially bombs the crap out of countries on the the other side of the world that don't want to participate in the U.S. dollar. Uh, And that is how we export the negative sides of the American socialism we essentially live in, where pretty much Americans just reap the benefits of it at this point until the rest of the world says no to the U.S. dollar, I feel. So it's really hard to compare because Americans are really comfortable. Yeah, we're comfortable. They're not upset.
0: It's it's hard to get people who are comfortable to revolt. Thank you for the call, uh, Mortified Penguin. Let's go to the phones. Russell in Florida. Russell, you're on Free yeah. Talk Live.
5: Hey. Look, hey, I've been to Hong Kong, and, you know, it was a nice trip and all that stuff. I own guns. That's nice and too. But, you know, I've realized that there are kindness here in America.
0: Kindness? Yes. Okay.
5: Kindness. Okay. I had a neighbor that I was having problems where I was living. They said, well, come over here and live over here with us. And I said, well, that's nice. I had a. The other day, buy me lunch because he knew I was doing the right thing. And then I called a friend of mine up in South Carolina that I haven't talked to in a while. He's doing fine. He says, are you doing fine? I said, yeah, I'm struggling a little bit. He offered to send me money. And I said, no, I don't need your money. How's your family and how's everything? There are still good people. Here. Oh yeah,
1: there's way more good people Believe than bad people. Not.
5: Well, now um, you and don't I think mean, that that's... I enjoyed going over to Hong Kong, but that was back in 1999 before the changeover and yeah. all that. So we, you know, I don't know about. We aren't presuming that there conflict. aren't
0: kind kind people elsewhere. It's just saying you're saying that America is great because of its uh, you know neighborly attitude, right?
5: Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. Well, I'm I'm saying is. Yeah, I guess you might say that. I would agree. I, mean, I think. There, that, still, uh, I'm, I was just sort of gratified this week that you know the kindness that was offered to me from other Americans here that might have been different race, different gender, but the offer was there to me that there's still good people. Everywhere,
0: agreed,
1: hundred percent. And there's a lot of good people everywhere, and there's a lot of comfortable good people everywhere. When you start having yeah, good people that are uncomfortable because they can't eat or they, are well, uh, not going to be so nice yeah, then, <laughs> or they're worried about the world's. I think China could be the largest, like military. In the world, I'm well, not 100% they, they sure. Claim that they yeah, can claim every well, citizen
0: as a uh, member of their army, which would make them certainly the largest, but you can't march uh, that army over to the United States. No, but it'd well, be real was,
1: easy to, would, to march on Hong Kong. That's what I'm saying. Sure. These people in Hong Kong like, right, have a right. legitimate well, reason that to Well, blew my
5: mind like. the other day when you heard about the, uh, the amount of people that are incarcerated in China when... <laughs> you know, and then, and then they execute people for whatever they do. They don't need to infringe on Hong Kong. Hong Kong was nice when I was there in 1999. I believe But I you got to consider, you consider back in the, uh, between what, 42, 45, you know, was 120,000 Japanese incarcerated here, and they were American citizens because of Japanese bombing Pearl Harbor.
1: That's right. Just just people just with Japanese surnames. Prison. Well, they were in prison because there's, uh, you know, psychopaths in government like McCarthy who are like, come up with this stuff and convince people we need to put, you know, these these uh, Asian folks are. I think Japanese, McCarthy
0: was not the commies, but uh, uh, no, FDR. Was, oh, case. I'm
1: sorry, FDR. Uh, but you know, Russell, the, thank you for the call. Appreciate yeah, it. You know, put them in these uh, detention centers for whatever. I mean, it's just part of American history.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not. I guess not terribly. There were a handful of Germans that were put in, uh, um, sort of locked up uh, for a period of time, too. It's worth pointing out. But, yeah, I mean, I can see the fear that was going on, but obviously it, it doesn't behoove a free country to just do that. The, the number, 855-450-3733, 855-450-FREE here on Free Talk Live. Call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. We have the uh, Discord lines at discord.freetalklive.com or the phone lines.
7: I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet at edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet.
0: Free Talk Live. We are live. If It's between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. We are here taking your calls. It's Mark with you. Jay. And Angie. 855-450-3733. It's 855 453 We've been talking about what's going on in Hong Kong and much of the sort of um, uh, aftermath of this, because this little revolution's been going on for weeks Eh, more or less, I mean, I don't want to call it nonviolent, non-lethal revolution has been going on for weeks. And many uh, companies are getting drawn into it. And uh, we've read a couple of them here, which have been the NBA and also uh, the Blizzard. And there's an article here that's uh, talking about, from WashingtonPost.com, Tiffany and Company, which relies on the Chinese market for double-digit revenue growth scrapped a global advertising image that some in China perceived as supporting Hong Kong protesters, even though the company said the image was taken weeks before the demonstrations began. China has been uh, sensitive about its uh, image at home, controlling what it allows uh, Western businesses and its own citizens to say or do. And now, however, with Hong Kong and its Fourth month of street protests, China's increasingly imposing the same strictures on what's said about it beyond its borders. It's controlling companies by saying, You're not going to do business in China, the second largest economy in the world. That's presuming that the EU isn't an economy. I think this is one area that I get kind of bunged up in. So the United States is considered a government, uh, a, a state. It's, uh, you know, when you say the world's largest economy, United States. Well, why don't they list the EU as the second largest economy when the EU is a federation of independent sovereign states? Like the
1: United States is a federation of independent sovereign states. The United States of America is a federation of independent states. The United States is a legal fiction that was created literally in 1864, uh, is where their charter is. And this is where the public policy of eighteen sixty four comes in. The United States is this legal fiction that started incorporating a bunch of other little legal fictions like the state of New Hampshire is a legal fiction. The nation of New Hampshire is this, you know, this land, this landmass area that we are broadcasting from tonight, for example. In fact the word state is defined in all state codes as includes District of Columbia. And when a word includes is used in statutory construction, it means includes only. So when some document after 1864 says State of New Hampshire, what it actually means is District of Columbia Franchise New Hampshire. So the United States is, the, you know, what the IRS has jurisdiction over, which is essentially this paper world and the District of Columbia is the United States. But the United States of America is this Federation of States. And so that's kind of kind of the wordplay difference, but that's why, like, they... they you know, they call all the economies of the different nation states as all individual. Technically, the United States is just as 10 square mile, you know, Washington, uh, D. the district of criminals, as we know it as. And, you know, territories and possessions. New Hampshire is not a territory or a possession, but there was a legal fiction that was created somewhere in, I think, 1889, uh, the state of New Hampshire For example so-
0: yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've heard these claims. I don't disagree with them. I How would I know? I mean, I haven't done the research or anything like that, but it's um, it seems to be functionally true that the world considers the United States to be a, a, a government, and it doesn't consider the EU to be one. Anyway, going on here uh, with the Washington Post article, other companies have gotten into trouble for perceived slights relating to Taiwan or Tibet. Last year, Marriott International apologized to the Chinese government after listing Taiwan, Tibet, Macau and Hong Kong, all territories China claims as standalone countries on an email questionnaire it sent out to members of its rewards program. So this isn't even an ad. It's an email sent out to their rewards program and they listed some, uh, you know, some places that China claims is its own and China got all upset. Um, Mercedes-Benz issued an apology after offending Chinese consumers with an ad quoting the Dalai Lama outside China. The 82-year-old spiritual leader is among the world's most popular figures, known for his teachings on peace and compassion, as well as for supporting an autonomous Tibet. The Chinese Communist Party, however, considers him a political agitator. So, you know, an ad from Mercedes with the Dalai Lama on it, and, oh, this is terrible. This is bad news. See, this, it's... This is the problem that we run into is we're trying to – everybody's trying to run into this great market, the second largest economy as it's called, third, whatever it is, and do business and they want
1: the money. They're just whoring themselves out left and right. But
0: at the same time – into China. This – I mean, right. I mean, you know, Mercedes-Benz doesn't have it a horse in this race. They just want to make money. They could say, tell the Chinese government, take a long walk off a short Xi Jinping, right? And uh, <laughs> off they go. But they
1: don't. Nope. They won't sell any cars in China. That's
0: right. After and that, right? They they want to sell those cars. The NBA's trouble began after the Houston Rockets' general manager Daryl uh, Morey sparked a furious backlash Friday when he tweeted the fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. So this is a uh, the GM of uh, the Rockets here, and he's supporting Hong Kong. Well, that was a problem after his social media account was. Inundated with criticism, Morey deleted his tweet, and Rockets owner uh, Tillman Fertitta unsuccessfully tried to distance his organization from this uh, sentiment. As Chinese media partners and sponsors quickly cut ties with the Rockets, the NBA issued a statement Sunday expressing... Great respect for the history and the culture of China, but also defending Maury's right to freedom of expression. The NBA did not discipline Maury. So, you know, they've got this weird situation where they're trying to they're kicking out protesters at the games they're trying to support general managers who have opinions. They're trying to continue to do business in China. You know, nobody wants to say that Xi Jinping looks like Winnie the Pooh. You know, it's these it appears to be a whole bunch of, you know, sort of well, sidestepping.
1: There's a big difference between these uh, psychopaths that call themselves the government of China and the Chinese people. The Chinese people are just like the American people. You know, they want to go to work. They want to earn a lot of pay and they want to come home and hug their babies and yeah. you know live happily ever after I so, hear the
0: Chinese love their children too
1: uh, yeah and so like by saying free Hong Kong or I stand with Hong Kong is not a slam to the Chinese people it is no a, it, it is just like getting called anti-semitic for bashing the Israeli government right. for killing you know people who aren't Israelis
0: right and this is uh, this is the problem that we have in the world as we conflate. And I do it here on the air. I mean, I don't even know how to, in many cases, even how to distinguish. It's, it's finding the verbiage to distinguish a people from the government that claims those people as its citizens or serfs or whatever you – free-range serfs or whatever you want to call them.
1: That's why I virtue signaled that I do not um, pledge allegiance to the United States of America every chance I have the opportunity. So people, hopefully, on the other side of the world when they you know, like, you suck, America – Uh, maybe they'll realize that there are people in America who do not support the violent ways of the United States government.
0: I believe we've been told that Free Talk Live is banned in China, uh, that we can't make it through the Great Firewall. And I suspect if I tried to go there and maybe do remote broadcasts from China and talk about the sort of things that we talk about here in the um, in the United States, which, thankfully, we still have the, the freedom to complain, um, that I would be in not doing so well. I would certainly
1: be exercised from their country relatively quickly. There was show prep we did last year sometime or year before – where there was some guy who was running for some kind of candidate position in China. And like the Chinese police came in and basically made him, you know, not do his campaign anymore. They harassed him because he was like, I forget his platform, but it was. Do you remember that at all? It was a few years ago. There was a. I don't. Something which I'll have to find that. But yeah, they'll come in and just, you know, the Chinese government, you know, we don't want you doing this. So stop it or we'll kill you basically. Or they'll just kill you. Or they'll just, you know, kick you
0: out, in which case you don't you know get to do what you you do and imagine they'll probably won't do terrible things to an american citizen especially a white american citizen a lot of times they um, will hold people that they sort of consider their own as it were 855 450 3733 855 450 i welcome hong kong dissidents to america to come here and live a better life Free Talk Live, 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. Call in. Talk about whatever's on your mind. Talk about China. And, well... It's difficult to dance around this hot-button issue for so many companies uh, these days. And I feel for them, but as far as I'm concerned, they should take a harder line against tyrannical regimes. That's my opinion, but I understand they're just trying to make a buck. I want to tell you about da- balance of nature. They're trying to do more than make a buck. So our friend of the show, Riley Blake, who does the Digest, uh, works over there. And, well, so for one thing, they employ blind people. <laughs> blind people. And he, um, not just blonde people, Angie. <laughs> really? they, uh, their, their product will help you to solve some of the problems of eating right. Just three Balance of Nature, fruit capsules, and three vegetable capsules, you get 10 servings of fruits and vegetables, and that's a lot of nutrition. After taking Balance of Nature, people report skin looking better, bags under their eyes go away, an increase in energy, body pains reduced or goes away, getting sick less or not at all. And I got to say, I haven't been sick in probably more than a year now, and... I, I don't know what to ascribe that to necessarily, but it's true. You can go online, become a preferred customer, which gives you the best pricing and free shipping. After your third month, Balance of Nature will ship to you at no extra tar- charge, an additional set of fruits and veggies. This is a limited time offer, that so don't wait. Go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code FTL. Balanceofnature.com, coupon code FTL. I forgot I got sick in Acapulco. So many people go to Mexico and uh, and get what they call the turistas, and this is uh, well, your bowels not being able to hold together. It's lovely, I must say. They give you little bits of charcoal to take to to feel
1: better. So you basically got a little taste of parasite that your body wasn't used to dealing with, right?
0: I I don't. There's no diagnosis. They said the turistas take these uh, black pills. Um, anyway, it's. Uh, it's it's balanceofnature.com coupon code FTL. Let's go to the phones. Got Travis calling in from looks like Michigan. Travis, you're on Free Talk Live.
4: Hey guys, how you doing tonight? All's Good. well. Okay, I, I guess we're talking about China tonight, so that's what I'll talk about. You can about. talk about
0: whatever makes you happy, but go ahead.
4: Okay, I'll just do this briefly. Well, uh, for a long period of Chinese history, you know, the 40s and 50s and 60s, they were under like pure communism and collective farming and tens of millions of them died. Then there was a yep. leader that uh, came in and I forget what his name was, but he, he he brought in free markets and then they started actually eating and not starving to death. Now, I know that the wages there are terrible and that um,
0: they're getting better, but
4: but they're, but they're getting better. I mean, right. it's, it's better than what was before. It's better. I mean, middle class it, is I growing. Mean,
1: only, only, Time to, yeah, to really a- exploit Africa. Once you can't exploit uh, China, is what I understand. China's
0: exploiting Africa
1: now. Right, right. That's, <laughs> that's what the next continent. To China's going is.
0: using the systems that they learned by watching the United States to go ahead and put um, all kinds of of the uh, the satellite states in Southeast Asia under their control. Now they're yeah. moving off to Africa. Go ahead, Travis.
4: Yeah, they, they, um, what, okay, tonight I want to talk about this spy, this whistleblower. Okay. Um.
0: I can't say I know no. everything about this. I've been watching, and it looks like the evidence is piling up against Trump, but I don't even believe the media when it comes to Trump because I think they're, most of reporters are just so mad at Trump they're looking for something to go after him on. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious about there's, all of it, but not curious enough to read a bunch of it.
1: There's not even journalists in not any cable news network mainstream. They're, they're literally actors reading teleprompters, best I can tell. I mean, the only real yeah. journalists you're going to find is just, are, you know... <laughs> Are, are, are the individuals who are doing it from like Luke Krodowski, for example, you know, he's a real journalist. There's just none of them are on main street mainstream because there's just an agenda and yeah. agendas war and, and divide and war and divide. Oh, and sell vaccines too.
4: Yeah. Well, I, I look at it like this. I mean, the moment that Hillary lost the election, she claimed that Russians were hacking the election. Now, this is what Russian hacking looks like. It's, a Russian guy sharing a pro Trump meme yeah. on some American site. That's about it. That's what she's talking about. I just think it's totally absurd.
0: I think it's absurd too. And uh, why shouldn't Russians be able to buy advertising on Facebook that Americans see? It seems absolutely insane to me. Israel and the does idea it? that somehow the United States hasn't been hacking everybody else's elections for decades, is absolutely ridiculous. A little bit of medicine coming back um, to the United States to me sounds like fairness. And um, yeah, I realize that Hillary lost by a hair's breadth, but I mean, she's coming out of one of the more successful administrations um, in my yeah. lifetime so why couldn't she win maybe it's because she's just one of the most distasteful people in america maybe it's because she stacked <laughs> the deck you know and i don't know if she cheated yeah. i can't make the statement i don't think she needed to cheat i think she stacked the deck ahead of time and that the cheating never had to occur
1: but I mean, the, the cheating happened with the dnc and basically knocking bernie out of it back then and then sure. i'm pretty sure that Bernie was very much coerced into, um, you know, supporting or giving support for Hillary. Uh, however they do that, but he um,
0: certainly bowed right to her as quick as he could.
1: Yep. Ran off, bought another house. Well,
4: Hillary, Hillary, by the grab them by the, you know what video, I'm sure she had that month before they released it. And she was just thinking in her head, Oh, just wait till this happens. I do not even got a campaign because if you look, she was, uh, he was only giving speeches to, like, 60, 70 people, bank executives, and Trump was flying on his plane. He was giving yeah. speeches to groups Stadiums. of 20, 25,000 people every three times a day.
0: It, what was amazing is is that Trump was paying people to come, uh, you know, giving out huge spreads of food for people to come here in New Hampshire, and then someday, one day it just took off, and— I don't know why, I don't know yeah. how or what happened, but um, yeah, absolutely. Hillary had the money behind her, the big the big pocketbooks, and and that's what it took to yeah, uh, to keep going. So I don't know. Um, I'm curious as to what's going to happen with Trump. If my more or less, it all comes down to the economy. If the economy's good, yeah, on in November of 2020, Trump gets reelected. If the economy sucks in November of 2020 because Trump uh, messed with the market by throwing tariffs in.
1: Or pushing the Fed to uh, drop interest rates more, to or create more. Whatever
0: the case may be. You know, phone yeah. money. Then, then that's the way it is. It's going to be, it's it's going to be Focahannis uh, Focahontas um, sitting in the uh, the White
1: House. <laughs> oh, Elizabeth
4: Warren. I can't stand her. That's Hillary 2.0. Uh, oh.
0: Thanks for the call, Travis. 855-450-3733. I, I think that Elizabeth Warren's more likable. But she's Hillary, more like yeah. Bernie Sanders than she is like Hillary Clinton,
1: and, and she's bought by all the big establishments. And there's just a long uh, Shiva for Senate in Massachusetts. He had like the best smear campaigns about her and dug out all kinds of dirt. You know, vote for a real Indian. Vote for a real Indian, <laughs> and, and he got in the city of Roxbury. Give him a ton of, give him a big hard time about having a tractor trailer truck that said "Vote for a real Indian" and his name Shiva for Senate on it. You know, last time around, yeah. But at the Trump rally I went to in Manchester a few months ago, I could not believe the wide diversity. I mean, working class people, suit and tie people, colored people, white people, women, old, young. And it was, you know, there was a huge line to see Trump that day.
0: 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE.
1: Gold has definitely been on the move recently, and there is no more secure investment historically. McIlvany ICA has been helping people take delivery of precious metals and find storage options for decades.
5: They've helped thousands of investors with their precious metal IRAs. Call ICA today for your free portfolio review at 800-525-9556, or download their free report online at icagoldsilver.com to learn how you can double your gold and silver ounces, even within an IRA. 800-525-9556, icagoldsilver.com.
0: Free talk live. Come on indeed. Call in the number eight five five four five zero three seven three three. It's eight fifty-five four fifty free as in freedom. Do you think people understand? I mean, I've I've heard people have a problem with me understanding the difference between eight fifty five four fifty three and eight fifty five four fifty free because it is three seven three three of the letters F R E E. But you know, I mean, when you've got a eight hundred number and you got this cool, uh, what is it, an anagram? I don't even know what it is. Um, You know, got the letters and numbers that match up. You want to use it.
1: Yeah, so I was one of those people years ago, and so I used to listen to, f- like, the LRN.FM or Free Talk Live listener call-in lines, yeah. so I was, like, in Colorado I working. still do. I, I do all the time, like, constantly. And
0: to explain what those are, those are telephone numbers that you can go to listen.freetalklive.com and get, and you can call in anywhere that you don't have a data plan or do you do have a data plan you can just call in and listen to free talk live through a telephone line um, rather than listening on using up your data plan some people have different data plans if you have an unlimited data plan not a big deal to just listen at lrn.fm
1: but sometimes it just isn't data so like or like i just a couple when i moved back to new hampshire is basically when i got a smartphone i was really hesitant to get a smartphone because i didn't want to be you know one of these phone zombies like all my now friends. they're tracking you and uh, well, they're still tracking me on my dumb phone too. But on a dumb phone, I would just plug in the, the headphone jack to the to the phone to the radio in a tractor. You know, I drove all these nice tractors out in Colorado for hours and hours, and I would listen to Free Talk Live uh, through the phone. And the but, rest
0: of the shows at LRN.FM. FM. Yeah, there's a
1: huge variety. The, the whole thing, I listened to it quite a bit. And but the thing is, is the audio on the uh, phone thing is like there's a lot left out. To where, if you the audio is so much better if you listen to the stream. It's true. So listen it to it uh, through the phone, and sometimes it would just be like the phone on speakerphone on a dashboard of the tractor because it didn't have a radio I could plug into. But a lot of times, listening on the, on a the call in line, you definitely don't like you guys. Everybody sounds so much better on a stream. Sure. But the four fifty free or four fifty three seven three three. Know, three 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 was a little confusing. It's confusing
0: because it's 450, 450, 3733. I try to say it all the way through. Right. But, you know.
1: It's confusing listening over a phone line. It is much more clear listening to a stream. That's where I noticed a difference.
0: Here's what I say. If you think you might call in at any point or you've ever been confused, take down the number. 855-450-3733 and then you can just call us you don't need once you once you put it in your phone yeah, you put free talk in. live then it doesn't make a difference once it's in there it's easy to call i think
2: you or, sound great mark thank you you're or welcome. become
1: an amp member and then you get access to the amp line
0: yeah well then you're going to just confuse me on a wednesday night but yeah i mean i can figure it out we've got a new uh, amp phone system and it is a lot easier to use
1: and we're we're going to use that uh, tonight on free talk live which is yep. going to start at 10:30 silver dave pope nobody and myself and the line will be available for Colin. Pope's got
0: Pope nobody has plenty of time because he did not win the keen election as mayor.
1: That well we got lots of things for Pope nobody to do.
0: But he'll be, he'll be running for something else, I'm sure. Governor.
1: Go yeah, he actually uh, wanted Onward, me. And upward. He wanted me to uh be his running mate for governor so it could be nobody and no one. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Let's go to David calling in from New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, something's going on here. I'm just going to leave that uh, phone line open. I think that the board op has, uh, you know, got something going on, and I'm not entirely sure how it's going. So, Jay, there's a student who apparently has been suspended for wearing a hat. Yeah, that says taxation is theft.
1: I love this kid and, already.
0: In the drug war,
1: he's my hero. Yeah. So what he was doing down there in Florida, uh, they call him E in the article, and E. The kid's name is E because they don't want to release his name. Okay. Uh, I would love to support this kid. Like if he had a cryptocurrency address or a you know yeah they're not something. gonna make that easy yeah the, right. And I I would really like it if people you know kind of harassed the uh, school administration here. I did scan through the article pretty quick uh, earlier in the show, and I couldn't really, didn't come up with what school uh, he was actually in. But uh, so he wears a hat that says "Taxation is Theft," and I, yep. I always wear something that's you know provocative just about that.
0: all the time. I got a T-shirt on right now that says "Freedom's the Answer." What's the question?
1: That's right. It's a Jordan Page song. If you guys uh, check out Jordan Page, he's got some great freedom music. Anyways, uh, so the kid was passing out literature uh on a libertarian uh guy running for um berman yeah president and uh he uh and i'd never even heard of him till till tonight and 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 he he uh is anti-drug war and the kid was talking passing out basically anti-drug war propaganda and got suspended from school for five days
0: yeah this doesn't have a picture it has uh berman twenty twenty in the drug- in the drug war it doesn't like it's not like he's got a pot leaf he's got taxation is theft um on a hat with uh that i that that flat bill on the hat on the ball cap that i just hate uh, the look of i'm sitting here with a free talk live ball cap on and my my uh my ball cap is kind of curved in that country boy style that was popular when i was in school but i suspect the young man who's sitting behind me probably would oh no he's got the country boy his. curve to it um that whole you know flat thug look i cannot just can't stand but anyway nonetheless he's got a taxationist theft hat here and i'm willing to Forgive a lot of sins if your hat says taxation is theft.
1: So uh, the article is from com. Starts off, standard education in America typically typically focuses on creating a supply of worker bees who follow orders from authority and operate within the confines that the system has set out but lacking critical thinking skills. So, I mean, right there, it just explains why the school just cracks down so hard on, I mean— Taxation is theft is really, to understand that, takes some critical thinking because we are just brainwashed to believe that taxation, you know, is necessary for society and roads and all this stuff.
0: And it looks like it was really the message because it says the administration claimed that I can't wear hats outside when it actually says in the Florida Constitution that students can, in fact, wear hats or other headgear outside, he told the Free Thought Project. But this was just the beginning. When E began—that's the kid's name—began to hand out, not his real name, uh, flyers for the 2020 presidential campaign of Don Dan Berman, who advocates for ending the drug war and the taxation is theft. All hell broke loose. E quickly found himself surrounded by school staff who he says attempted to detain him for handing out the flyers. I tried to leave the cafeteria when I was told I wasn't being detained, and I only stayed because I was. Followed, harassed, and coerced into doing so, he said. A deputy would then get involved and told the school administrators that he was filming them. They got uh, the deputy involved for the first time because I started recording. The deputy was nearby when they confronted me for handing out the flyers, and then the deputy walked up to us and was like, "I'd like you. I'd like to tell you. Let's see. I'd like to let you know that he might be recording without your knowledge." I was suspended out of school for five days for the Flyers and refusing to turn them in and being uh, skeptical of their claims of what the rules are, said he. They lied to me about what um, the hat rule, so I was thinking that they might be lying again. They didn't allow the opportunity for me to look up the rule because they knew that uh, they could have possibly been wrong. So, you know, here it is. The Florida State Constitution said the kid's allowed to wear the hat, and he's not allowed to wear the hat, and the the teachers don't like it because he's saying that the funding of their you know big, fat, bureaucrat paychecks is theft, And they, I mean, look, if the school's there to do one thing, it's there to teach you that you cannot live without the state. That's its job. Its job is to make sure, but it's not to get you to read or any of those things. It's to teach you to be that you can't live authority. without the state. 855-450-3733. It's 855-454. Free is in freedom here on Free Talk Live or the Discord lines at discord.freetalklive.com Sound great. 855-450-FREE Final segment of Free Talk Live We might be able to squeeze you in the number is 855-450-3733. It's 855-450-FREE. Discord lines at discord.freetalklive.com. It's Mark with you. Jay.
2: And Angie.
0: Let's go right to the phones. Go to First David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live.
8: Yeah, but China. Can you hear me this time?
0: I got you this time.
8: Yeah. Uh, what happened the first
0: time? Uh, it's a mystery. The the, the wonders okay. of modern conveniences.
8: Yeah. It's, uh, I'm too close to Roswell. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, uh, China. But first of all, um, well, first of all, Jay, thanks for the memory. When I was a kid, when I was 10 years old, I used to drive a half million dollar tractor hour after hour after hour. And, uh,
1: oh yeah, I know I all know. about. When that. I
8: was ten
0: years old, I had a nineteen fifties International Harvester that my dad had rigged up five tractor tires with some uh, fence to drag cow poo around the uh, the the pasture just to uh, to make the fields grow better. I mean, where did you all get this uh, these great tractors?
1: Well, my stepfather <laughs> is a Republican welfare whore. He <laughs> he uh, is all subsidized Monsanto, you know everything. But like, there's a video. uh, I think it's, uh, if you do Jay Noon YouTube, there's uh, some videos I, I made for my nephews. Uh, Uncle Jay, you know, what work I was doing. There's one video I got, a couple of videos of these tractors drive on autopilot, and you'd haul like a 20-foot wide implement, like a, a tiller of some sort, and it would overlap two inches. And that thing, all you had to do was at the end of the field. All GPS. All GPS and yeah. it, and this these worked off a locator that you just like, you know, put it on the hood of the pickup truck, and then you would. They would, uh, you know, locate the uh, the tractor and you would set your rows. And when you come to a, to the end of the field, if you fall asleep or something. It will just keep going straight. Uh, that happens once in a while. Or every now and then a guy out there has got like a, a brand new 40-foot, you know, tilling uh, device in the back of their tractor. And they clip a natural gas well and Oof. a big flame goes up in the air. But, uh, yeah, they just drive themselves. All you have to do is turn them around. And somebody's field is like you go like literally a mile and then turn around at like, you know four and a half miles an hour. What's the pay like, David, yeah. for,
0: uh, you know, sitting on one of these things and barely staying awake
1: at, at 10. Well, at 10, yeah, you just did it. it's free. Zero.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, right now, if you want to do this in Colorado, I mean, and, and you got half a brain, uh, over the table, they'll pay you 25, 30 bucks an hour. They got to compete with oil out there. So huh.
0: what's on your mind, David?
1: And, um, of uh but- china but oh also
8: um today and uh unnecessary editing um i I can I can answer uh, uh Angie's question uh why, why why do people go down on their knees yeah and and uh actually mark had already given you the the answer he was talking about that uh that it was uh, he was talking about a magazine but uh, business insider yeah yeah so you either got it or you don't uh, anyway, move, moving on. Uh, China. You don't have to go to China or the NBA to get um, that treatment. Uh, let me give you, let me give, think in terms of China and the NBA, what's going on with that. And then let's come to New Mexico and let's take the state in New Mexico, sometimes known as the People's Republic of New Mexico, and let's take some taxpayer money and let's buy ourselves a university where we can brainwash and program students and uh, and have uh, unlimited slush funds to wash money, launder money and then divvy it up how we want to. Like uh people in New Mexico will recognize the uh, golfing trips to Scotland is one of them. There's a uh, Paul Krebs, a guy who's going to or is going on trial for for embezzling nice money. Nice to be king, isn't it? Program. Yeah. And anyway, so then uh with that with that public institution that taxpayer dollars, uh you have yourselves a bunch of different departments and you might have yourself a radio station that you use for your propaganda. Efforts for putting out the message. Matter of fact, if you do that as an experiment, tune in to KUNM radio, KUNM.org, listen to their radio, uh, tune, tune in anytime, and within minutes, you will hear the leftist propaganda. You will not hear any conservative right messages, you will only hear left. So that's a propaganda machine. And then somebody like myself calls in uh, when I'm invited to on a program called Let's Talk New Mexico. Um, where they invite people to call in, and so I call in and I might beg to differ with some of their leftist propaganda that they're spending taxpayer dollars on. And then what happens? What is China, I mean, the University of New Mexico, What is the NBA, I mean, uh, the University of New Mexico, what do they do to a voice like mine that might call into their propaganda machine? What do you think might happen?
0: They I think they'd you stifle out. you and and demand your tax dollars to do it, and it's a it's a fascinating story. Keep us abreast of it, David. Thank you for the call, eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Let's go to Olivia calling in from Arizona. Olivia, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Hey, Mark and Angie and Jay, um, hey. I wanted to just make a brief comment about China, and then if I can, about the uh, the high school kid. So there's a really good website, or not website, YouTube channel called China Uncensored on YouTube. They have videos like every couple of days on this whole thing. I hope this turns out well, but I have a terrible feeling it's Hong Kong's not going to turn out well. I hope, uh, I hope somebody can flee to Taiwan or something. Or America would be nice if we would let these good people in.
0: I, yeah, I, I don't see why us. they wouldn't. I mean, you would think that people who have enjoyed economic freedom— over a course of decades, would be really good folks to uh, choose to let in the country. Um, but I don't know what the United States is going to do. It's probably going to kiss China's butt like everybody else does.
9: Unfortunately, I can't believe how spineless the Rockets are being. I, nothing would make me happier if everybody just gave them the finger and and, and never bought another piece of merchandise again. But, uh, but right, well, I just wanted to Free Talk
0: Live was banned in China before it was ever cool. So <laughs> there's nothing we can do. <laughs>
9: <laughs> yeah. What are your I, thoughts
0: on the kid and his taxation and theft hat?
9: Oh my gosh, I hope the ACLU gets all over this yeah. I don't know if they will But uh, I have to be honest Thanks to public high school I got introduced to libertarianism Because I had a best friend who was libertarian There was a lot of, of libertarian kids at my school but one in particular, she refused. This is on the ACLU website still. She refused to stand for the pledge, and of course, she got like in school suspension or something stupid like that. So she called the ACLU, and they showed up at my school and said, "We will see you in court if you do this again." And uh, so my school had to make a policy, thanks to her, that uh, you don't have to stand for the pledge. It was awesome. So, her yeah, name's that... Rosa Salas. If you want to look her up,
0: I think that what was her name?
9: Rosa S A L A S all you can look
0: her up yeah i think uh in my school they wanted you to stand but you didn't have to say it was their uh their sort of uh you know break-even point you
9: wouldn't stand
0: right
1: right yeah wouldn't i wouldn't stand either i i was essentially <laughs> this kid in high school i was constantly you know i was very proud i didn't have a social slavery number as i referred to it and i was constantly you know in history class you know it was like, Oh, okay, US history, you, you need to either be on the north or the south. I'm like, I'm going out west. I'm gonna be a cowboy. I don't wanna fight. Why are you gonna make me fight? You yeah. know, and and I was always debunking everything that they would say about like I remember in US history the the Second Amendment gives a right to bear arms to police and military. What? Uh, that's what it, that's what they said. It said in the Scott Forsman, which is a government printer book when I was in 8th grade. Wow. And uh actually uh so I, my dad like really schooled me good for hours on just destroying this teacher essentially on you know the second amendment and the right to bear arms and all that stuff and and the teacher actually really came around and he was like he was the teacher was pretty darn good but when, there was a lot of parent teacher I never got suspended <laughs> over any of these kind of things though.
0: Well, it just shows somebody who's interested in learning, um, and uh, you know, will uh, fight fair. I'm all, I'm all only for people, you know, if, if they'll fight fair, then I'm ready to have a conversation. If they're going to use the power of the state and say, "Well, he sounds threatening," and uh, you know, this kind of stuff, because that's what basically they're doing with this kid. The kid, the, this kid has a taxationist theft hat and is passing out uh, propaganda about um ending the drug war. The teachers surround him and try to stop him from basically doing what he's allowed to do you know you don't like if, if the state doesn't like people passing out stuff within their bounds then they shouldn't have rules about peacefully assembling oh the state shouldn't be involved in school anyway I can see why a school says you don't you aren't allowed to uh, pass out stuff but I can't see why a school's funded by the government through force so that's the problem Olivia
9: I think I think that is I think they're so wrong they know they're wrong for stopping that kid like that is outrageous I don't know. I think the ACLU like, is going to
0: get them, just like you said. I hope they destroy him. So. Thanks for the call. I, I, all right, thanks. Yep, eight five five four five zero. I'm giving out the number, and here we are at uh, basically at the end of the show. Uh, I, I, I don't think that. You know, the, nobody who did this is going to really face any consequences, even if the ACL company you comes in and kind of, you know, scares the life into the school. And they're like, oh, yeah,
5: well, yeah I want to find anymore. out
1: who this kid is in the school. Me, too. I'm going to do a little homework on it. I want to talk about it next week when I'm on. And love uh, to have him on. I love I, I like the idea of supporting this kid. And I hope that this kid has a lot of fun with this, because if you're not having fun, you're not, you're doing, not doing it right. It right.
0: Indeed. Check us out at freetalklive.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Sign up for the Telegram group. You can get all our show prep that we have there. It's freetalklive.com.
7: You love Bitcoin. It's the future, right? Well, no, not if everyone stops using it. I mean, think about it. How many places in your town take Bitcoin? One? None? Let's be real. If this Bitcoin thing is ever going to happen, it's going to need your help. The good news is the guys at AnyPay have your back. We built a website called HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com, and it's a place you can send any business. And they'll be set up to take Bitcoin in five minutes. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com.